Well, welcome to this week's uh, episode of uh, Get Connected. It's AJ Vickery and Andy Barrar sitting in for uh, Mike Agarbo once again this week. Mike is uh, still touring Africa. That's right. Checking out. If you didn't hear that last week, he's uh, at the Innovation Center uh, as a guest of uh, actually the folks at MasterCard, uh, checking out the Innovation Center and looking at some of the technologies that are being used. He actually had a chance, and I saw some fantastic photos on his Facebook page. Uh, Wes Watanko is also with Mike, and they're actually filming content for our YouTube and our television show. And um, they're actually going into different uh, cities and towns and and filming segments about how they're using technology and specifically in around micropayments. You know that some of these cities um, and towns don't have the infrastructure uh, to be able to do digital transactions. And and so, but, you know, with the smartphone technology uh, making it a lot easier to enable that, you know, if you think about it, you go to a farmer's market these days and, you know, you're buying some groceries, you're usually tapping into something like a square or Mm -hmm. some other digital payment technology. Well, this is the same sort of thing that, uh, that that they're checking out there. And uh, it has been quite a fascinating trip for him, and I can't wait till he's back uh, to tell us about uh, those travels. I've never thought I'd hear Mike Agarbo going to Africa in the same sentence, yeah. but uh, <laughs> like you said, like these, you know, we, we talk a lot about going cashless in society, mm-hmm. but in the developing nations, you're seeing more and more of that because a lot of people, their mobile device is their one connected device for internet and everything, and so it makes it easier to just transfer funds uh, amongst each other or even get small loans from your bank all through a mobile app. So it'll be interesting when Mike comes back that we can learn all about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, fantastic show lined up for you today in Mike's absence. Andy and I put our brains together and come up with some really cool ideas. We will go open line later in the show uh, to take your calls and questions. So if there is something that you've been pondering, you know, we know the holiday season is coming up uh, shortly. So if there's something you're thinking about getting or buying for someone, or if you have a question about uh, that person that's impossible to buy for. We probably have some crazy, kooky ideas for you. Um, I did catch your global segment this past week, Andy. And, oh, that's uh, right. Yeah, uh, you had tech a lot, toys. You had a lot of cool tech toys on there. Yeah. <laughs> that dog. Uh, what was that dog? Uh, it's called uh, Roaring Tyler the Raging Tiger. Or tiger some, something yeah. like that. It's from a company called Fur Real. And it's basically like this pet tiger that you put batteries into. And it, and it actually acts like a real pet. You can talk to it. You can pet it. And it... That's got to be the number one. I think like, so. That toy was like, that was so fun, that thing. I don't even, I can't even describe it. For real, the guys who make it, uh, you play with this little guy and he like interacts with you and he does things. You tickle him and he jumps around. Yeah, and, you roar, it roars yeah. back. It, <laughs> it was, one. Of, I think it might be one of the biggest uh, toys this year. <laughs> Pretty fun. Um, uh, but uh, we also, uh, coming up on the show, we're going to, you know, CES is around the corner, right? So we know that the that there's a lot of crazy stuff that we're going to see in January. It's the Consumer Electronics Show. It's basically like the biggest thing that, that folks that get connected, Andy and I, Mike, everybody on the team, get ready for uh, to see all the new stuff that's launching. But leading up to CES, we start to see some crazy stories. And today we're actually talking uh, to, um, we're talking about an interesting topic. We've got Doug Newcomb, he's the president of uh, C3 Group. And we're talking about, the idea of these autonomous vehicles are coming. Sure, everyone knows about that, but we're going to actually talk about the entertainment that's going to take place because let's face it, when you don't have to drive anymore, what are you going to do when you're on those two-hour commutes? There's some crazy entertainment systems that are coming forward towards these autonomous vehicles that we're going to talk about. Yes, that's right. A lot of the big tech companies are going to start investing into your car because if you're not driving your car, they want you to start consuming some content. So that'll be a very interesting discussion, uh, what the cars in the future are going to look like, especially with entertainment modules. So Andy, we hosted the show uh, last week as well, and um, we had uh, uh, some 
chat about Google, the whole home thing, the smart speakers, the yes. telling your telling your telling just saying out loud in your house, hey, turn the lights on, turn the lights off, uh, you know, turn on the Christmas tree, like all these sorts of things. The we smart talked, speakers, the yes. smart speakers. Um, we had an interesting caller that called in and said, hey, which one do you buy? Do you go with the you know the Amazon technology or do you go with the Google technology? Yeah. Amazon obviously has the uh, Echo and the Echo Dot, and Google has the Google Home mm-hmm. and the Google Mini Home Mini. Um, Kind of interesting news that came out following that show last week. <laughs> yes. Kind of a battle going on between those two juggernauts. It's pretty much the next battle in the in the tech world, and it's all about two juggernaut Goliath platforms that want to control your home. And these smart speakers are the just the tip of the iceberg. And so what we've just found out is Google is pulling YouTube from all the Amazon Fire TVs and Amazon devices because Amazon won't support... Uh, Google on their devices. So it's kind of like a tit-for-tat yeah. war going on. And it really angers me, AJ, because you got these two companies. And here's Google yeah. going and saying, net neutrality, everything's got to be equal. Yeah. But then they're not, they're blocking Amazon you know, services like Amazon Prime Video yeah. from, from their devices. And Amazon's doing the same with Google. And guess who loses out out of this? We do. The consumer. Yeah. We're no, all losing but out. But this is back, I mean, you know, I think that if everyone, I mean, going back as far as you can, it's probably the beta versus VHS, right? Like that was the the, the first big battle yep. that I that I recall. And, the, and since then it was DVD, Blu-ray, like HD, and there's been lots of others. But this is the next one. There's no question, um, you know, which platform are you going to put into your house? We know Apple is going to be right behind them very shortly with their home uh, pod system. But I got to say, like, it is frustrating. Like, I... You know, as I've been getting into this last night, I wanted to connect my ring doorbell. Yeah. You know, so when someone comes to my door, they ring the doorbell. I see on my app who's coming. Yeah. Well, that should integrate with the smart home, right? Yes. It does with Alexa. Yep. It does with the uh, Amazon Echo. Yeah. Doesn't with Google Home. Yeah. See, and you know how this all started? <laughs> yeah. Think about it. Amazon, biggest online retail in the world. Yeah. You can't buy a Chromecast on Amazon. Exactly. Because Amazon's like, no, we don't want to have that our competitors. with us, yeah. I, and so then Google has no choice but to retaliate yeah. and say, okay, we're pulling your services off. Yeah. And and like I said, we just lose out. Yeah. Now you have to like pick, am I going to be in the Google camp or am I in the Amazon camp? And look, guys like us, we want to be in both. We, <laughs> we love everybody. We love every tech. And they just won't integrate. And that's frustrating. I got to talk about our contest this week, Andy. We have put together an amazing contest. You definitely want to go to our Facebook page. Uh, the getconnectedmedia.com redirects there. We The folks at LG have been super kind and have given us uh, an amazing uh, contest. They're giving away a beautiful smartphone. It's the LG G6. I've had a chance to play with this phone for the past couple of weeks, Andy, and I got to tell you, it is awesome. Um, LG is definitely one of the contenders out there behind Samsung and uh, Apple when it comes to picking out your, small, th- th- your phone. The thing I like about this one, um, 5.7-inch display, but it's one that fits in your hand, you know? Like, a lot of the phones are getting so big, and I've got large hands, but it's almost impossible with one hand to actually use the device. Mm-hmm. This one kind of is going back, I mean, still 5.7, massive. Yes. But uh, but uh, still uh, reasonable size to work um, operationally with one hand. What I really love that LG's done is the two-camera system yes. on the back. yes. Yeah, the wide-angle lens. Yeah. That's where it's at. Specifically, though, I don't even use the other one. I'll be honest with yeah. you. I don't even use the other one. They've got this 125-degree um, wide-angle lens that's 13 megapixel, and when you uh, when you take photos with it, it just gives you so much um, 
so much width, you yeah. know, so much like um, ground to work with. So it's a fantastic phone, and we're giving a one away. Yeah, all you have to do is go to our Facebook page, getconnectedmedia.com. We'll redirect you right to our Facebook page and, and enter to win. Just go onto the giveaway tab, and you're going to see our contest there for the LG G6 smartphone, which, by the way, is also waterproof. So if you live in the Vancouver area, yeah. you're going to love to know that. <laughs> you don't have to worry about it when you're uh, talking on your phone in the rain. When we come back, we're going to be talking to our guest, Doug Newcomb. He's the president of C3 Group, and he's going to be talking to us about the innovations of entertainment in the autonomous vehicle. You're listening to Get Connected, brought to you by our great friends at London Drugs. We'll be back after this. You're back with Get Connected. Uh, So a lot of people are getting into trouble these days for looking at their phones while they're driving. Yes. That problem's going to go away when we have autonomous vehicles. Yes, absolutely. (laughs) So the question is, what is going to happen uh, when that takes place, well, we had uh, there was recently an article uh, in PCMag.com written by Doug Newcomb, and he's on the phone today, president of C3 Group, to talk to us about where the evolution of entertainment is happening uh, in vehicles. Doug, thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me. Good morning. Good morning. So, um, I guess tell us about the inspiration of this piece that you wrote. Yeah. Um, well. You know, I've been hearing about this for quite a while now. Um, You know, we all spend so much time in the car, unfortunately, some more than others. Uh, And, you know, as you mentioned, I mean, once we have autonomous vehicles, we're going to have, you know, idle time in the car. So now the studios have been um, major studios like uh, uh, in Hollywood and others. Other content providers are really looking at this as a big opportunity, you know, as if we don't binge watch enough. Uh, and uh, recently at the LA Auto Show a couple of weeks ago, uh, Intel and Warner Brothers announced a partnership to basically have a lot more content in the car. You know, I, it's interesting because um, does it, like, we don't even have really autonomous vehicles in place yet in, in, any, in any meaningful way. Um, so this is really like an early start. It is. It is. And, and you know, it, it, I think it's interesting how quickly this technology is developing. I mean, you know, I remember kind of watershed moment at the L.A. Auto Show ten, uh, seven years ago. Uh, uh, you know, and that's not that long ago uh, where Audi, I was staying in the Audi booth, and Audi was showing uh, this Audi TT they developed, uh, you know, ripping up Pike's Peak on its own. That was a, a couple of weeks or so after Google first announced that they were testing autonomous cars. Again, that was only seven years ago. Uh, and, and look at where we are now. So I think it's going to happen probably sooner than we think. And, and it's going to, no one really knows, but I think it's going to happen probably in urban areas first. Um, and, and I was recently tested Cadillac Super Cruise. I drove 11 hours from uh, Dallas to Santa Fe and probably had my hands on the wheel maybe 45 minutes. Now, keep in mind that this this system, you have to be looking at the highway all the time, uh, looking at the road. But still, I think it's going to happen, you know, where where we're going to have these autonomous vehicles. I think Google recently just started testing their autonomous vehicles in um, the Phoenix area without drivers. So, you know, think about that. You can just call a a vehicle and have it drive you where you want to go. Uh, and again, people, you know, are going to spend time um, consuming content, and the studios and others are looking at this as a huge opportunity. 
Doug, you mentioned the studios are, are getting really excited about this. You know, I think from a consumer point of view, it'd be great to catch up on your favorite Netflix shows while you're commuting to work. But it's not just the studios that are getting excited about this. Companies that are in the VR and, and augmented reality space are also excited about the autonomous self-driving cars because they can start to implement stuff on that front as well. Tell us a little bit about what we could expect from the VR and AR uh, players in an autonomous self-driving car. Sure, yeah. Well, um, the CEO of Intel mentioned, I mean, just kind of give you uh, a vision of, you know, where they're going with this. Uh, he said that, you know, uh, and I'm quoting here, writers uh, envisions writers enjoying immersive experiences never seen before, uh, courtesy of in-cabin VR and AR. Uh, he was saying, for example, a fan of uh, Batman could enjoy riding in the Batmobile through the streets of Gotham City. Uh, and, and AR capabilities could literally, you know, become a lens to the outside world. Here's the key thing, I think, in all of this. He goes, enabling passengers to view advertising and other discovery experiences. I am convinced that really the whole play in this is data. And when, think about Google, what is their, um, you know, uh, business plan for this? I think that, you know, they can have, you can have more time to, you know, browse the web, look at, uh, you know, uh, consume content, and, of course, that comes with, with more ads. Uh, so I think that, you know, it, it, as far as the AR and VR capabilities of it, if you look at uh, the piece I did, and there's a picture of um, a vehicle from Mercedes-Benz, and it shows, you know, these kind of AR and VR type of applications. So, you know, the thing is, no one really knows how, where this is going to end up, but I do think it's going to open up a whole new, you know, a pipeline for content. Doug, do you think future self-driving cars are just going to be like all screens with no steering wheel or gas or brake? Or, or do you envision that they'll still have a steering wheel like the self-driving cars that we're seeing on the road right now? Like, if they're going to make it an entertainment hub, of course they're going to want to redesign what we think a car should be. Right, exactly. And I think that's kind of one of the exciting aspects of this, at least from a design standpoint. I mean, we're seeing more and more um, concepts that don't have a steering wheel or pedals. It's, it's a self-driving pod. I know that, you know, at the same time I mentioned Google announced they were opening up, uh, you know, self-driving tests and cars that do have a steering wheel and brakes. AAA in the U.S. Uh, started a, a self-driving uh, uh, shuttle in Las Vegas. So I think we're going to see more and more of that, uh, I mean, eventually where the cars don't have a steering wheel, it's going to be just like a self-driving shuttle. And, you know, think about it like public transportation, in a sense. Uh, you get on and, you know, you get off at a certain stop. The difference with this, it could be point-to-point, meaning, you know, there's not designated stops. And I think one of the interesting things about this, too, I mentioned the advertising. Imagine if you get in a car to go to a restaurant and another restaurant says, hey, you know, we'd like to take you to this place down the block. And here's a, you know, uh, 10% off your dinner. Um, you know, you may go there instead. So I think that there's a lot of potential for this. But, yeah, I think it is. it will eventually be a point where, you know, the vehicles don't have. Put it this way, a lot of the uh, uh, car companies and tech companies are designing vehicles without those controls. Doug, we got about a minute left. Uh, somebody that's following the autonomous self-driving trend and, and the evolution, when do you expect we could actually see this coming into play in cars in the future? Uh, hard to say, but again, I mean, I think this technology is moving so quickly. 
Um, I think we're going to see, you know, I, I often compare it to the Internet like 20 years ago or the smartphone 10 years ago. I mean, we had no idea, you know, some of the capabilities that would be unleashed in a sense. So I think we can kind of speculate now, but <laughs> it's, it's, it's going to be interesting to see where this goes. Uh, and I think that, you know, inevitably we are going to have cars that drive themselves or vehicles that drive themselves. So um, it's really, I think, I think it opens up a whole new um, Pandora's box in a sense. Um, so I think that, that that's, and we're going to see it. I mean, we're going to see it probably, a lot of people are saying, you know, uh, in the next decade. Doug, I want to thank you so much for coming on and talking to us about this. If people are interested in following this story, where can they find out more about you you and or the story? Uh, yeah, sure. They can follow me at uh, at Doug Newcomb on Twitter or our website, c3group.com. And really appreciate uh, taking the time. Really enjoyed talking with you guys. Absolutely. Thanks, Doug. That was Doug Newcomb. He's the president of the C3 Group. Recently contributed to PC Mag, a story on autonomous vehicles, the entertainment that takes place while you might be traveling. You know what I was thinking about while we were having that chat? I want to cook omelets while I'm on my on my commute. Oh, no. So you know what you I know, was I want to have a little kitchen. I want to be scrambling up a nice little breakfast. I want, I want people <laughs> to be able to watch the Get Connected TV show. While oh. they're on their, I thought you were gonna think say that. Well, because- I'm seeing like you guys are talking about watching shows. I'm thinking like I got my coffee maker, <laughs> I got my little scramble going on. You know, well, making uh, some fresh juices. I hope you got <laughs> some ventilation in that vehicle if you're gonna be cooking inside of it. No kidding. Um, Got to talk about that contest again. That's right. We're giving away the LG G6 smartphone. If you're in the market for a smartphone or you're looking to give a gift of a smartphone, you got to check this out. All you have to do to enter and win is go to our Facebook page. Just go to getconnectedmedia.com to enter and win on our Facebook page. It's just a giveaway tab. You just want to select that, and then you can enter and win the G6 from LG. We'll be back after this. You're listening to Get Connected, brought to you by our great friends at London Drugs. More to come. You're back with Get Connected, AJ Vickery, Andy Barrar sitting in for Mike Agarbo one more time this week. Mike's back next week, of course, to talk about his trip to Africa. You know, we've been talking about entertainment in the autonomous vehicle, Andy. Uh, We've been talking about entertainment in the home. Um, Our next guest is going to talk to us about music entertainment. Multi-room. Multi-room. And, you know, it's an interesting topic because um, it's an interesting time to have this guest on, I would say, because um, if you were going to do multi-room, and you didn't want to spend tens of thousands of dollars, Sonos was the way to go. Yeah. I mean, it, and that's why Sonos has become like the sort of platform for multi-room um, when you talk to a lot of people, right? Yeah. And everyone's at this point has really heard of it. Yes. Um, but there's a choice. There's lots of choices. There's now. lots of choices. Yes. But there's a choice that we found. We're going to talk to the uh, June Ip. He's the VP of uh, Marketing at Blue Sound. And... It's a cool technology that uh, that has a competing product. Hi, June. Hi there. Thanks for joining us. Well, thanks for having me. And so, I'm so glad this is actually done being done in radio because it's the ultimate auditory format, right? Exactly. Exactly. Try tested and true. Try <laughs> tested and true. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> so, so tell us about Blue Sound. What are you guys up to? What are we up to? Wow, we're up to a lot. Um, well, we, as you mentioned, we are a multi-room uh, music streaming system, and uh, I think the way that we are differentiated from Sonos is that we offer high-resolution multi-room streaming, um, and so that means uh, all the music that your listeners love to listen to, they can now do so in a way that gives them the full nuance of the artist's um, performance in the studio. Now, June... 
typically the people that were uh, customers of Blue Sound were the audiophiles, the ones who love that 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 have to have the best speakers out there. But now you're seeing a lot of more people want to do it because they're looking for an alternative to Sonos. What's the technology behind uh, connecting all the different speakers in the room? Is it Bluetooth that you guys are using? No, actually, it's Wi-Fi. Uh, so basically, you can connect your well, any any and all Blue Sound players onto the Hi-Fi network in, or Wi-Fi network in your home. And uh, so long as it's on the same Wi-Fi network, you'll be able to control it through an app that we have that's uh, available for iPhones or for Android devices. Does everything go through the app, or are you able to still connect, uh, say, something that's maybe not supported in the app? Say somebody wants to show a video uh, from their phone. Would that still go through the network, or is it through the, your app to get all the different services uh, through multi-room spe- speaker experience? Well, through the app, there is a number of in, there are a number of native integrations. So you can get, for example, Tidal, Deezer, um, TuneIn Radio, a number of other services. But if you do have something that is um, on your phone, then we do actually offer Bluetooth connections as well. Ah, uh, that's but good. you can also connect uh, a network device if you wanted to. See, that's the issue I always had with Sonos is that you can't use that way with Bluetooth. So I'm really, really excited that you do that because. You know, it gives the the consumer options of how they want to to uh, stream their music out to the different speakers inside their home. Yeah, and I guess that's part of my my question too is like, um, how do you um, um, you know position yourself against someone like a Sonos who does have such a market share? Uh, well, as I said, uh, our possessioning is mostly related to the fact that we can decode high-resolution audio. And what we see now is a much greater appetite and also much greater supply of high-resolution audio files coming along. Um, back in you know the time of the iPod, MP3s were really the format, the go-to format for audio. And nowadays with you know, storage becoming um, not as much of an issue, as well as, um, you know, streaming capabilities not becoming an issue, uh, just as far as bandwidth is concerned. We're seeing a lot more audio being offered in high-resolution formats, things like Slack or Apple, uh, Lossless, and, and whatnot. June, I get a lot of emails from from listeners and, and viewers of our TV show, and you know, they've spent years having a, building a CD collection of all their favorite uh, artists and, and music. Can they, and I, I was looking at your website, you have a great solution for all those people who don't want to maybe subscribe to a streaming service, but can digitize all of their CD collection. Why don't you tell us a little bit about what the Vault is and how that works? Yeah, the Vault is actually a pretty unique product. Uh, it is definitely for those that love their CD libraries. And basically what we allow them to do is to rip their CDs in high resolution and pretty much bit for bit ripping um, onto the vault. And the vault has a two terabyte hard drive built into it as well as a backup drive. And because like all BlueSound products, it would be connected to your home network uh, it means that you are able to actually access your CD library from anywhere in the home. So it's no longer about, you know, sitting and listening to your CD library only where you have your CD player. You can now actually listen to your CD collection in your bedroom, in your kitchen, wherever you happen to be. And a lot of people out there, June, you know, they have existing speaker systems from maybe the 70s, the 80s, and it still sounds great. Do you have a, a, an option or ability to get that connected to their Wi-Fi network, or do they have to buy brand new speakers to enjoy a multi-room speaker experience? 
Oh, no, we, we can definitely help um, those that, that have existing stereo, speak, uh, stereo systems that they love still. So uh, the Node 2 is actually the product for them. What you would do is actually, it's just a very simple box that you just connect into your speaker system and your stereo system, and what happens is it almost um, makes that existing stereo system smart, I guess. So we have about a minute left. Uh, I do have one more question. Um, Andy and I have had a theme going these past two weeks since we've been hosting the show about a smart home. Uh, are you playing with uh, the smart speakers with Google Home or um, Amazon's Echo? Uh, we're actually being very mum about any of our strategy around that only because uh, there's a lot of noise out there right now. And so we're trying to make sense of it before we say too much. Very good. Okay. Well, thank you so much for uh, coming on to talk to us today. Where can people find out more information if they want to learn about Blue Sound? They can go to bluesound.com. Very good. Thanks for coming on the show. Thanks so much, guys. That was the marketing uh, VP of Marketing for Blue Sound, June Ip, talking to us about another multi-room uh, speaker system. Very cool stuff. And the best part is it's a Canadian company as well. So, you know, it's great to see Canadian tech kind of compete against the big juggernauts like the Sonos of the world. When we come back from the break, we will take your calls and questions. Anything technical, if you're sitting there, give us a call. Uh, we'll give out the phone numbers. When we come back, you're listening to Get Connected, brought to you by our good friends at London Drugs. Back after this. You're back with Get Connected, AJ Vickery, Andy Barrar sitting in for Mike Agarbo. I'll give out the phone lines right now. If you have any tech questions or buying advice is required heading into our Christmas season, call us toll-free anywhere in Canada, 1-877-399-9898. If you're local to the greater Vancouver area, you can call us directly at 604-280-9898. We'll jump to our good friend, Ken. Hey, Ken. Hey, how are you? Good, good. Question? Yeah, just a quick question about the future of home theater system. Um, what's your take uh, in regards to Ultra HD Blu-ray versus 4K streaming? Oh, that's a great question. Yeah. So I think what you're going to see, um, like the typical Blu-ray technology and every, any kind of physical medium is going to be gone. Everything is going to start streaming. It's provided once we get fiber optic connections in every home, yes. and, and they're slowly doing it. Yes. Then you're going to be able to stream in 4K without any kind of buffering issues. You're already seeing Netflix do it. They're shooting all of their original content now in 8K. So they're already future-proofing for the future of what videos are going to look like. Yeah. So the whole Blu-ray medium is really going to kind of go to the wayside because any kind of digital, even on video games now, all the games in the future, you're just going to download them. You're I, not going to buy a DVD and put it into your PlayStation in the future. I, I have to 100% agree with you on that point. I think the, the honestly, the, the future is in, um, you know, the cloud based delivery yes. of all this content infrastructure is not there. So I think we're going to have a few video files and audio file folks who, 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 last longer yeah because we're, we're really not there yet yeah um but um but it is the future and you know and so i don't know if i want to invest twenty thousand dollars today into a system that would be obsolete you know maybe a few hundred dollars yeah um just to get the content now and you're actually saying if you go and buy a blu-ray today aj they will give you the ability to download a digital copy as well so that just shows that they we're in that transition period of going away from a physical medium, a tangible product, to something that's completely digital. And people are starting to get used to it with subscription services like Netflix or like Crave TV or Spotify. And But again, we were talking about CDs. A lot of people have DVDs that mm -hmm. they've been collecting, right? Blu-rays they've been collecting for years. What's going to happen with all that? 
Yeah, and you know it's uh, it's funny. You know our uh, our guest last guest. You know we're talking about the multi room and Sonos is obviously the brand that many people are well of. I I aware of. I feel like you know the, they're they're in a little bit of trouble, or at least there's a, it's a game time decision right now because of this whole smart home technology and this way to integrate um, these these technologies all together. Um, now with the Google Home or the Amazon um, Echo, you can actually connect some any speakers yeah. directly to these systems yep. and have them playing this these musics in multi rooms. So the question is is like, you know, what is your strategy at this point? And you know, and I think if my my personal opinion, if like a company like Sonos is going to be smart, just pivot, go with these guys, partner with like a Google or an Amazon, lend your brand because they're a juggernaut brand in yes. in the home sound and uh and get on board with it because it's really the way it's going sonos is gonna have a hard time convincing people why they have to pay a premium price for that product when there are such greater alternatives out there that are super cheap and a lot of people don't really care about having the best speaker system just give me multi-room yeah i want a speaker in my bathroom yeah by the way best thing i've ever done in my life was put a speaker in my bathroom oh really because i listen to podcasts when i'm in the morning when i'm taking a shower I, i'm getting smarter while i'm so know. so glad you said shower so the um <laughs> Talk about the contest again really quickly. We're giving away the uh, LG G6 uh, smartphone, beautiful phone. Um, I had a chance to use it. Not only is it a 5.7-inch screen, but it's also got a dual uh, camera on the back, both 13 megapixels, shoots 125-degree wide angle, and the folks at LG gave us one to give to you guys. So go to our website, which redirects to our Facebook page, getconnectedmedia.com. And enter to win. And it's funny because of that wide angle lens, if you post those pictures online on social, I guarantee you're going to get a lot of likes because no one is used to seeing that from a smartphone to have that kind of wide angle type of picture. I get to play with a lot of phones and I got to tell you, uh, the wide angle um, on the smartphone has been one of my favorite features. I'm going to give out the phone lines one more time. Uh, If you need some buying advice or you have a tech question, give us a call locally in Vancouver, 280-604-604. 280-9898 and of course anywhere in Canada toll free 1-877-399-9898 we'll be back to take your calls after this Get Connected brought to you by our friends at Lemon Drugs we're taking your tech questions on Get Connected for the last little bit here phone number is 604-280-9898 toll free 1-877-399-9898 we're going to jump to Debbie hi Debbie Hi there. I was just wondering, um, with the new technology that you're talking about and how it's becoming obsolete so quickly, is the Nintendo Switch a good product to buy for a child for Christmas? If you can find one. <laughs> it's like the hot gift this year. Yeah, yeah. No, um, no. still, that's a really great question. And um, uh, the, uh, the Nintendo Switch uh, personal um, device for playing games, Nintendo, man, they've sure, they sure made a comeback. Yeah. Like yeah, just when you think they're down and out, they just come out of nowhere and, and they're back on the scene. In a huge way, absolutely. Yeah. So, you know, one of the biggest questions that we still get uh, from folks are, you know, where 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 can I get my hands uh, on one? So I think I think you're safe. We're talking a lot about music and watching TVs and some of the 
the other technologies. But um, but when it comes to gaming, there's a number of w- different ways to do gaming. Yeah. Um, and um, the portable gaming is is still still a hot hot. The gaming area. the gaming industry is making more money than the movie studios are making right now. It is now a sport. It's the fastest growing sport in the world. You're seeing a lot of e gaming tournaments. You're seeing a lot of kids who are playing games at home, and their parents are telling them to go get a job, and they're like, No, I'm going to go pro. This is my this is my job. I'm going to get it. You see a lot of kids at home watching game guys play that, guys okay, and girls playing. That just blows my mind that people watch other people play video games and apparently that is a thing that kids are doing. They're using a service called Twitch. And I can see it. Like I play I only play one video game, AJ, uh the NHL series by EA Sports. Yeah. I've been playing it since I was 12 years old. Um but I would watch if if I saw the best player in that game online playing against another great player. I, I could see myself watching that just because they're the creme de la creme in that platform that I play. Well, Debbie, actually, if you're still listening, I will throw something out there that might be an alternative if you can't find the Switch. Andy, you uh, were filming Get Connected this weekend. You did something really cool yeah. in terms of building uh, retro games. Yeah, so what we did is we, we saw when the Nintendo Classic came out to play your old Nintendo games or Super Nintendo games, it sold out like right away. So what we decided to do was to show how you could build your own retro gaming system. And what we did is we took this little computer. It's about the size of a credit card. It's called the Raspberry Pi. And we basically... And very inexpensive. I think they cost around 30 to $50. The, the, the actual Pi itself is only about $50. They used the surplus from mobile components to create this little tiny computer, which is powerful enough to create your own retro gaming uh, kit. So with a bit of software, and we, we just filmed this video yesterday, and we're going to post it up on our Facebook page soon you enough. You better do it fast. Yes, we're going to get it fast because I know a lot of people want to get this under the Christmas tree. But we show you the step-by-step on how you can build your own retro gaming. You get what's called ROMs, digital versions of the old video games. And so yesterday, AJ, I was playing Excite Bike, which came out <laughs> in 1988 on a 4K television. That's awesome. It did not look very good, you know, but I remember being a kid and playing a lot of it. I even played Double Dragon, another game that I thought had the most amazing graphics yeah. when I was a kid. And I'm playing it on a 4K television and it looks so old, but it still is so fun. And so soon enough, you can go to our YouTube page or our Facebook page and you're going to have a how-to video to create from a $50 Mini computer, you can turn your own retro gaming system. Uh, it's going to be great for kids or big adults or big kids like like you and I. Well, we're not going to be able to take any more uh, calls, but Andy, you had a good uh, suggestion for anyone that does have uh, tech questions. Yeah, uh, I get a lot of emails from people, but what I would really love is if people just go to our Facebook page. If you have any kind of tech question or buying advice, maybe you saw something that we covered on a video and you want some more information, just go to our Facebook, leave us a message. We have a team of experts that can answer that. And uh, the great part about that is that other people, other fans of Get Connected, if they know the answer, they can help. So we're trying to create a community of geeks that can help people out there who have any kind of tech questions or if they require buying advice during the holiday season. Just go to our Facebook page. You just go to our website, getconnectedmedia.com. It will redirect you right to our Facebook page, and you can send any kind of questions you have there directly. And while you're there, you might as well enter the contest this week. That's right. We're giving away the LG G6 smartphone. This is the latest from LG. What you're going to get is a 5.7-inch smartphone with dual cameras. You're going to have a wide-angle lens, 125-degree wide-angle lens on a smartphone that is completely waterproof. The pictures are fantastic, and all you have to do to enter and win is go to our Facebook page. 
You can simply go to getconnectedmedia.com or on Facebook. Just search for Get Connected Media, all one word. You'll get there. Hit the giveaway tab, and you're going to see the contest for the LG G6. And you know what? If you don't win this week, keep your eye on our contest for the next couple of weeks because we're going out there hard. We're talking to all the manufacturers, and we're saying, hey, guys, give us some great stuff to give away leading up to the holiday season. So keep your eyes on, on everything going on there. That's all the time we have for the show this week. Next week, Mike Agarwal back here to talk to you about his trip to uh, and his adventures in Africa. I want to thank Andy for co-hosting today. Uh, thank you all for listening, and we'll see you again next week. Get Connected, brought to you by our friends at London Drugs.